Hello, everybody. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole podcast. This is our next episode where we are featuring Andres Arango and Annette Draper. They are personally my mentors, my mentor in mindset, and it's one of the most beautiful things that have been given to me. So this episode is episode three. It's called Mindset Manifests Success. And I'm very excited to have these two wonderful human beings here with me. So I would like to introduce Annette Draper and Andres Arango to everybody here listening. Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much, Rob. What an honor to be on your podcast. Andreas, look at us right now, right? This was one of his wants in the uh, in the program, thinking into results. And here we are, very quickly manifested. I know today's about manifestations. And Rob, you are a major manifester. I'm grateful to be here today on this platform. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, a little bit about myself first, yeah? Sure. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. I live in a beautiful town here in Grants Pass, Oregon, and uh, have been an entrepreneur my whole life. Uh, how I've built success and manifested uh, the life of my dreams was by uh, attracting others to my dreams, uh, casting out a vision, getting others to be involved in that vision, and then following them along to the success of that. And uh, that led me actually to Bob Proctor and Bob Proctor, the top prosperity teacher in the world, in my opinion. Um, brought me to Bob, which I then knew I wanted to help more people to have the success that I had uh, found in, in life, in business by my beliefs. And this work has completely transformed my life. Uh, I feel everything that I've done up until now has led me to the work that I am so privileged to do as a consultant for the Proctor Gallagher Institute, um, coaching a program uh, called Thinking Into Results, which has changed my life. And Rob, it brought you into my life. It brought Andreas into my life and so many beautiful souls. And together, you know, we're changing the world with one thought at a time. So I'm grateful to be here today. Thank you. Of course. And it's we're grateful to have you here as well. Uh, it's been such a wonderful thing and an experience to do that. It, it's all about awareness, self-awareness, mental awareness, awareness of others, and understanding that you can control your environment yourself. You are in control. And you can make any decisions you'd like, and you can be successful at whatever you put your mind to. Because in my mind, there are two truths. There's I can and I can't. I can, it's true, and so is I can't. But it's the one that you choose to believe is the one that is true. The how is irrelevant. It's always changing. So with that said, I would love to also introduce Andres. Absolutely, Rob. And you know, you're such an inspiration for for Annette and myself because you know, you're growing, my friend, and you're one of the people that I know that are, you know, it's setting up goals, amazing goals and going after them. So, and that's a beautiful, amazing way to live life. Right. And, um, it wasn't for me quite, uh, uh, lately until I found Bob into my life and understanding the power of the mind. I come from the financial industry. I used to be an investment portfolio analyst. That's what I went to school for you know, following the cultural habit, right? Get good grades, you know, go to school, get a job, and then retire. And I found myself back in, I was 2015, uh, where I was searching for more, seeking for more. And uh, I opened up myself to the opportunity. Bob Proctor came into my life. And man, <laughs> it's been such a beautiful journey to be able to open up a company, have clients all over the world, not just here in the States, also in South America. I am originally from Colombia, from Medellin, Colombia. 
And uh, we do a lot of work there in South America and also Europe, and we're growing, man. And it's it's all about mindset. And absolutely, I absolutely love the topic of uh, what you're bringing today, mindset for your success. Absolutely. And so a little curious, how did you and Annette meet each other? Through through the work, through, you know, the application of, of this material, we found ourselves uh, in a mastermind, which is one of the principles that we teach our clients to do. And uh, for those that have read the book, Think and Grow Rich, that's one of the uh, principles for success. And um, uh, we found ourselves through the mastermind and uh, we had the opportunity to meet each other in one of the masterminds that we are part of uh, with other consultants uh, from Bob's organizations around the world. And we came together and, uh, man, and, and, you know, it was, it was magical. It was beautiful because, you know, we've been working since then, um, support each other out. We cooperate in a lot of things and we're growing and expanding our businesses as well with the intention of helping people achieve their goals as well. Speaking of which, uh, I'm curious for all of those listeners out there, what is a mastermind exactly? What makes it different from a brainstorming session? It's very different as I've been taught, as you've been taught, as we all have been here. But what is the difference there and why is that so important? That's such a, such a great question, uh, Rob. And the difference in a mastermind, what a mastermind is, is a team of people. It's not a group. It's a very intimate setup that you bring individuals with specialized knowledge to the fulfillment of a goal. And you work together in total harmony where you unify your energies, right? To, to really get what you want in life. In and why, why is it important to unify that energy? I know that, Annette, you are uh, more on the spiritual side as Andres is on the technical side, which is a quite the duo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why is it so important to be able to match up your energy like that? What does that mean for people? How do people know that their energy will match up like that? And how do you even know what to feel, what to look for? Mm, great question, Rob. And I love that you asked me because, uh, yes, you're right. And I wanted to give my version and we have to back up to how, how Andreas and I met. It's that I manifested him. Yeah. I actually wrote his name down on a piece of paper asking for someone to collaborate with that was another top consultant for the Proctor Gallagher Institute, someone that would grow and stretch me. I manifested him. I wrote his name on a pad of paper and no sooner did I write that name than that precious soul appeared in a breakout room. And that was over a year ago. And we have been collaborating and creating together since creating huge increase for this world together. And why we are so powerful is although we are both spiritual and mechanical beings, it takes both. Um, Andreas does lean a little bit more towards that technical mechanical aspect, certainly raising in the spiritual and he's raising me up in the mechanical side and, and together, uh, we help our clients, uh, create, well, you're an example of it, Rob, uh, create abundance. And, um, it's quite beautiful. Why the energy is so important is energy is everything. <laughs> everything is energy. And so when we understand that, and we understand the energy that flows to and through each of us and that everything around us to and through is, is energy. The only question is to match what I want is to get on the frequency of it. So I matched that with Andreas Arango over a year ago. I've matched it with a quantum leap with him. I've matched it with manifesting 
uh, incredible outcomes in my relationships, in my health, in my wealth. Uh, just keep matching and having fun. So it's all about our energy and we understand it's our greatest resource. It's right. our greatest resource. We got to tap in and elevate it and uh, match the frequency of anything we want. And it's done. That's and you mentioned a quantum leap. There's a lot of souls out there who do not know what a quantum leap is. So what is that? Well, it's when you get from point A to point B and you're like, whoa, that just happened, right? Andreas, do you have your book handy? I know he's going to pull yeah. out his favorite book, U Squared, because this is really totally. what it's all about. Everybody's been through a quantum leap. You just may not know you have. It's when something happens so major, it's explosive in a good way, meaning that you you didn't even have time to buckle up, baby. <laughs> it just happened. And it's because it is so aligned with your purpose, with your soul you are here to do that and uh, you go for a ride and it's fun. Rob, you've been on a quantum leap or two. I know that we've had conversations, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I would say, I mean, my own definition of a quantum leap is something that changes so drastically in an instant. That's it. It's just what just happened. How did I get here? The how doesn't matter though. As we know here uh, between the three of us, the how doesn't matter. I try to tell people this all the time and they think I'm crazy for it. It's not about how. The how is a delta. A delta means that it's always changing. If the how is always changing, you cannot control it. And the world is always changing. Your environment's always changing. So why does the how even matter? It doesn't. If you have the drive to get there and you believe that you can, you will get there. And the how will always change as you're getting there. And whether the how is short or long, that would be a quantum leap. If it's super short and the how is irrelevant, you've had a very, very successful quantum leap right there in front of you. Wouldn't you agree, Andres? Absolutely. Absolutely, Rob. And I think it's, it's worth to, um, to read the actual definition of a quantum leap for those that are not familiar with it, right? And I'm reading this from the U-square book from Price Preach It. I absolutely love it. And it's actually a high-velocity formula for multiplying your personal effectiveness in quantum leaps. And we highly, we highly recommend it. If you haven't read this book, it's a, it's a 32, 33-page book, yet it's really powerful. And Price Pritchett on this particular book says, it's a term taken from the vocabulary of the new physics, quantum physics, the science behind such technical breakthroughs as lasers, television, computers, space communication, and nuclear energy. Quantum physics described as the most powerful science ever conceived by human beings. It requires a major rethinking of such concepts as time and space and how human consciousness operates. In other words, it's an explosive jump that you're going from where you are to where you want to be. Think of a wormhole. And you just yeah, got there. Yeah, with our apparent effort. And that's the beautiful thing about it. Because most people say, wow, I want to make a quantum leap in my finances and I have to work harder or work more hours. And it's not necessarily true. So, and that's the difference of a quantum leap. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a move that you, that you just um, command it with three things. Number one, knowing where you're going. Number two, pursuit, meaning that you have to break through whatever is in front of you, right? That might, it's holding you back from as you would call making the, the quantum barrier. leap. 
yeah, yeah. we call the terror barrier, right? And number three, learning from your mistakes. That's how you write in a quantum leap. Absolutely. And it, yeah, and it's a beautiful term that we that we utilize when it comes to to mindset development and success because you know we're conditioned, we're programmed to make uh, progress. You know, here and there, gradual progress, right? 20, 10, 20, 30 percent improvement. No, we're talking about two hundred percent, four hundred percent improvement. That's what a quantum leap is. That's right. I mean, uh, if I think about it as my uh, business partner, Tim Gosnell, what he likes to say is that it doesn't have to be hard. And that was something that was taught to us by YouTube. Uh, it does not have to be hard. If it's hard, you're doing it the wrong way. It should be done with ease. It can have a level of difficulty, but it's not something that's hard to do. It just usually takes time. And time is not relevant in any way. Yeah. Things will happen as they happen. And that's the end of that. There's no way to measure it or to expect from it. It just is. And it will continue to flow as it is. I know this sounds a little bit, uh, all the listeners out there, it sounds a little bit like, oh, yeah, what's this uh, hippie stuff, meditation mindset? But guess what? It is the realest thing. Yeah. And people do not understand how real it is until they've experienced it. For one, myself, I was not a believer until I was there. Mm. And it is far too real. You can tell your subconscious with using auto-suggestion and make yourself believe something and have yourself change something about you, completely change a habit. For example, I couldn't sleep for years. Since I was, what, 14 years old, I've been taking sleep medication, still couldn't sleep, anything like that, until Annette got to me. And she was, she said, no, that's just not true. You just don't think that you can sleep. I said, no, I've been to the doctor. I've been, you know, a million things. You know, I've taken all these drugs, blah, blah, blah. But she said, just make the decision. Tell yourself, meditate before you go to sleep. Tell yourself over and over again and picture yourself sleeping perfectly sound and just tell yourself, yes, I could sleep. Of course I could sleep. The only person stopping me from doing that is myself. There's nothing stopping me from sleeping. There's no reason I shouldn't be able to. And then guess what? That night, it was instant, which is crazy. Usually it takes a bit of time in order for that to actually manifest and get in there. But I guess I wanted it so bad that after that meditation, I can fall asleep in less than 15 minutes. And that alone is a blessing in my life because I would sleep an average of two and a half to four hours a day every day since I was 14 years old. That takes a toll on the human body. It's not healthy. And uh, honestly, it's, it's, it's misery. It's pure misery. So that pulled me right out of there. So uh, Annette, if you can explain a little bit more into how that actually worked, that would be really cool. You're so precious, Rob. It was a decision. You said it and it was your belief. You see, it is whatever we say it is, right? It is whatever we say it is, whatever it is. <laughs> if I say to myself, I uh, am sick, guess who's going to get sick. We're that powerful. There's an infinite power that flows to and through each of us. And we literally are creating our life. It is not by default. Things are happening, but guess what? The results of my life today are previous thought. So are yours. All of ours are. And so once I got a hold of that understanding and that it, it is what I say it is. So to be so conscious of our words, Rob, and that's what I caught that day with you was you said, I can't sleep. I never can sleep. I, and you were just going, you were so committed to it, <laughs> so committed to it with deep passion. And um, 
And I just said, well, change your belief around it, right? Change your belief. What do you want? Do you want to not sleep? No. Well, what do you want? And you said, I want to sleep. Great. Tell yourself that instead and auto suggest that in because we are that powerful. So it was really that easy and it doesn't have to be hard. Uh, it's not hard. It's not easy. It is whatever we say it is. And um, that's a big lesson I've had in this last year, you know, with the pandemic, you know, things are different for everyone. You know, I mentioned our very large business. We've been in the wellness industry for over 23 years, massive uh, company, multi-million dollar company, which I'd stepped away from to pursue this to really help give increase to other people with all that I'd learned. And, um, and that business model at this moment is one that is uh, not called an essential. Let's just say that it's not an essential business. <laughs> and so it's done a huge shift in, in our lives. And yet, you know what? It is what it is. And we are just operating in a mindset of what we want. And that would be that we ride this out and we are recreating a new model around it. We're not being victims to that. Okay. We don't have 10,000 members at the moment. We have 7,000. Well, we're grateful for the 7,000 members, you know, so whatever we can decide, you know, that's, that's, uh, if we decided that that was over because of this, it would be over. You get that? Like it would be over. It's a mindset. It's a decision. So whether it's, I don't sleep or I sleep, <laughs> my business is alive or it's dying. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm not sick. It's whatever we are speaking life into. Um, it will exist. It's the truth. So my greatest freedom in this work that I love teaching our clients is that thoughts are things and that we are manifesting our life by the, the thoughts that we think and the words that we speak. So that's all we need to do is shift that. And get a hold of that. It's super simple. <laughs> don't speak or think anything you don't want. Listen. Slow it down. Listen to understand and create the life you want. And do that in a, in a beautiful uh, place of being that. You know, it's fun. It's fun. Isn't it fun to sleep, Rob? And you just tell yourself something different. Absolutely. And one of the really cool things about this, too, is the fact that nothing in your environment can change the way that you think. What you think is beyond the five senses, as Andres always draws that beautiful diagram. But consciousness is not your environment. Your consciousness is your mind. Whatever's happening around you does not matter. It should not change the ways you think. You can have opinions about it. You could feel things about it. But what you're ultimately thinking is a choice. If you want to be sad, you will make yourself sad. If you want to feel depressed, you will make yourself feel depressed. If you want to feel happy, happiness is a choice. However many people say that, no, it's not a choice. You can only be happy, blah, blah, blah. They're telling themselves that they cannot be happy because it's not a choice. And that is their problem. Their problem is that they're deciding that it's not their choice. If they decided it was their choice, they could be happy every day. Every day I wake up, I'm always having a good day because guess what? I'm alive and I'm here. And even if bad things happen, guess what? Shit happens. doesn't matter. <laughs> and then you can get over it. Your, your worst day is only ever 24 hours. And your worst day is only your worst day because you, you, decide, you decided it was. I love that. I love that. And adding into that is, you know, and even some gurus out there, they tell you, yeah, you, in order for you to become successful, you have to work hard. And I, I don't, I don't agree with that because uh, when you do what you love, what you're passionate about, I mean, it's not work. It's not work at all. I mean, you know, you enjoy it. And I think it goes very aligned with, the law of sacrifice and which in my opinion the law of sacrifice uh is it's not well interpreted 
around the world because you know that what the law of sacrifice tells is that you're leaving something out of a lower nature to get something out of a higher nature so it's not hard at all now people out there tell you that right in order for you to become successful you have to work hard well you don't i mean yes you have to do the work i, I mean yes you know you have to think it feeling and act on it but the action part, right? The execution portion comes from inspiration, not desperation. Right. You know, I got to do this. Not, I got to do that. Right. right? And you, you do not have to sacrifice to get. You have to give no. to get. But how you give is not necessarily sacrifice. And it's not necessarily losing something. You don't have to lose anything. It could be another form of increase. And it, it, it's like the, the word opulence. To be opulent, people assume... You have to be wealthy. You need to have a lot of things. You need to be generous and all that stuff. But true opulence is not only having and giving to people. It's the ability to graciously receive. Thank you, Annette, for that idea, so that methodology. It's beautiful, and it's absolutely true. Not being able to graciously receive was one of my personal paradigms. I didn't want help. Oh, no, don't help me. I want to do it myself, whatever. Uh, that was a problem because I was stripping the ability for people to help me. I love to help people. I've got a hero complex. It's my problem. Um, but guess what? I have to try to play that to my strength though. Not try. I will play it to my strength and I do, but giving to people is what gives me appreciation and enjoyment, right? So if I'm not allowing people to give to me and to help me, I am pulling that gift of giving away from them and I'm doing them the disservice. And I am inflicting pain on them in some sense where it's also putting negative energy into me. If someone wants to give you something or if someone wants to help you, the only reason someone does that is because they want to. No one gives anybody help if they don't want to help them. Yeah. And it goes, you know, with the law of circulation, like, you know, how pretend, you know, how, how you wanted it to get more increase into your life and in others, if you cannot do it for yourself. Does that make sense? So, yeah, because giving and receiving is the same thing. It's on the same line. Same line. Andreas, right. I love what Thomas Troward, one of our mentors, you know, Bob Proctor, um, our mentor and we're fortunate to get to be a part of his organization. Um, you know, he was asked once, cause we all have mentors and we all know that the most successful people in the world have mentors. Okay. Everyone who is a success has a mentor. Andreas has a mentor. I have a mentor, Rob, you have two mentors, even more. Um, and so everybody has a mentor. And I remember someone asking Bob, Bob, you mentor the world, you know, Bob Proctor, 86 years old, been studying these principles of success for almost 60 years. This man is a legend, right? And we get to be mentored by Bob, right? And you do too, Rob, because you're in the program. And Bob was asked, Bob, who mentors you? And Bob's answer was Thomas Troward. Thomas Troward, a writer, like been gone a long, long time. And yet that is, that word is his, is his mentor. And we study Thomas a lot in our study. And, you know, Thomas Troward says these words and they are everything, Rob, that you just spoke. We cannot give what we have not got. Get that. You cannot give love if you don't have self-love. You cannot give your wealth if you don't have wealth. You cannot give health and abundance if you don't have that for yourself. We cannot give what we have not got. When I got that, the bells went off in the choir. Uh, no one had ever told me that. I was told 
in my paradigms, my beliefs that that was selfish, right? And so that's actually my book. Look for it. I'm going to be writing it soon. It's in here right now. And it's Be Selfish! Exclamation point. Love the one you're with. Love the one you're with. It's everything. It starts with you, right? I love that. And I think that selfish, that word, has been misinterpreted mm-hmm. and has been given the wrong definition for its entire existence. Being selfish is not a bad thing. And it's not, I guess you could say, quote unquote, selfish to be selfish. Being selfish is ensuring that you are taking care of yourself and you can treat yourself well because you need, as you said, to love yourself before you can love others. You need to do for yourself before you could do for others. Because if you cannot do for yourself, your body's going to suffer, your mind's going to suffer, your soul is going to suffer. And how are you supposed to give anything if that's the case? It's not selfish. It's Selfish is often defined as conceited, but selfishness yeah. and being conceited are two very different things. Very different. And what you're talking about, we can all relate to in this analogy. You get on an airplane, you sit down, the flight attendant comes and says, oxygen mask, in case of an emergency, apply it where first? Yourself. That's the selfishness we're talking about right? You don't put the air oxygen on another next to you, your child, your husband, the neighbor, you put it on you. And that's what we're talking about when we say that. And in that um, discovery, that self-realization is everything because this is where your power is. This is your self-image then. This is when you're matching and honoring who you are and your capability. And this is when you begin to have those quantum leaps because your power just got, it's a powerhouse at that point, right? And uh, I was for many years, a part of the struggle club struggle club, you know, Andreas knows that about me, you know, during COVID, I literally blew a disc in my back being a part of the struggle club, even in this work, because I just thought it has to be hard to help to serve to be all I'm here to be. I was just always thought it had to be hard. I remember it's actually your business partner, Tim, that said, I said, well, it's the mountain getting to the top of the mountain. You know, it's a struggle. Our logo for our company is even a mountain, interestingly enough. And I remember Tim said, Annette, what mountain? What mountain? And I'm like, yes, dissolve the mountains in your life. You can go through them. Whether it's a mountain or not, either way, you're just still following a path. Yeah. You know, and open the door. Yeah. And and wanting to see that view, you know, my whole life, Andres, I know Rob, we're the same on this. It's always, I've always seen this view, this vista. I've always had that gift. Bob calls me an unconscious competent. Okay. I've had that gift. And the the trouble for the struggle for me was getting other people to that view, that vista that I could see. And I've spent my life doing that. And now, thank goodness, thank you, Bob Proctor and, and the principles we teach in our study, Thinking and Results, because it allows people to tap into that kind of belief again. And remember who we are. It's already here. We already know inside. There's nothing that uh, any mentor or program is going to give you, right, Andreas? It's just tapping into who you are and your true potential to be uh, that for this world, you know? So it's fun. And it's you get to the point where it's like, you're not in the foothills anymore. You're not down there and you're not struggling to get to the top. It's always from the top. <laughs> every day, every moment's living life from that place. And it's beautiful. Yeah. It's if fun. you stay at that top vibration, you will That's be right. there. It's, it's right. what I like to say is, when it comes to vibration, people don't really understand that, that ideology, that, that that theory, that your vibration that you put off is actually everything. Everything. If you feel a certain way, if you want to be a certain way, if you want to be looked up to, you need to vibrate to that level. You need to actually pull yourself up to that level because you know, that feeling when someone walks into a room and you just go, Oh my God, I need to know them. 
Who is that? Meanwhile, you've never seen them in your life. You have no idea if they have any importance to you or anybody around you or even the world at that. But you just know damn well, oh my God, this person is everything. And you can feel the energy in the room shift. And I cannot say, I, no one can deny that they've never felt that before. That It's just, there's no denying it because everybody's felt that before at least one time or in some sort of noticeable way, or maybe you're just realizing now that that's actually a thing, but that's it. Andres, what are your thoughts on Absolutely. that? Absolutely. No, and it's really powerful what you said, uh, Rob, because, I mean, we understand that with technology, right? With phones, we all have phones, right? And your number is a frequency. That's your frequency. Like if I send an edit text, do you gonna get my text? No, right? Annette will get the text, right? Because I'm in her frequency, right? So we tend to understand that with phones. And then when we wanted it to apply into our personal goals and professional goals, we tend to kind of, you know, lose it. But it's the same thing. I mean, thought is, it's a, it's a vibration of frequency. It's energy. I mean, energy is everything, right? So, so what you want to do is to start thinking those thoughts that you want, right? So you can put yourself in the frequency of that goal, whatever it is, if it is tangible or intangible, doesn't matter. It's a thing, it's a place, right? It's, it's, uh, it's how you command the energy that comes, that flows to, through you. And the goal is to, to learn how to command that energy, that flow of energy. So you can direct it to the, to the end result of whatever it is you want. So, so I mean, frequency, vibration is, you know, feeling and emotion are two words that people invented, we invented to, to define our conscious awareness of the vibration we're in. When there is no way to actually define it. And yeah. that's that we use with that vibration, we use the six superpowers, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Be memory, perception, reasoning, intuition, will, and imagination there you go and which one you pick to work on is only one at a time as i was taught only one at a time and focus on each one because they will all become stronger separately and you need to focus on one at a time if you try to focus on all of them you're not going to get much done it's like you know trying to juggle a million things at once humans are inherently by nature not very good multitaskers if you think you can multitask it's a fallacy uh, the reason why is there was a study on that. And every time you add one more thing to whatever you're doing, you become 50% less effective across the board. So yeah. if you start doing two things at once, you're at 50% effectiveness. If you start doing three things at once, you're not at 33, 33, and 33. You're actually at 25% efficiency and effectiveness. Therefore, you're only at a total of 75%. Yeah. You're not even you didn't even hit the hundred percent doing those three things. You you've just lowered your standard. If you do four, guess what? You're at twelve point five percent efficiency for all four. What does that put you at? That puts you at fifty percent efficiency. So if you think doing more than one thing at a time or more than two things, even if that, um, you're you're not doing yourself any favors. That's a I little don't... scientific piece for you. But uh, yeah, there's a pretty interesting study on that. I can't remember where I read it from, but yeah, it was pretty cool. And I agree with that because, I mean, all you have is right here, right now. So how come you're going to multitask in something in more than two things at a time? I mean, if all you have is 100%, right? 
of <laughs> of you know here the moment right now right here right now so yeah I'm you know I found it more productive when you really put the energy 100% of the energy on whatever it is you want to execute at the moment focus focus that's what and training your the focus will. is the most powerful thing you could do because if you can't focus you can't do much of anything and if you can't focus you're telling yourself you can't right absolutely yeah and even even bob you know says you know the will the ability to focus is the hardest job in the world well i shift that and said you know it's the easiest job in the world i mean i don't want to be you know feel that it's hard to focus and develop the ability to to really put that picture of whatever it is i want in my subconscious mind through the imagination and the will i mean and that's that's what we help our clients to do you know to really start developing those amazing superpowers right our intellectual faculties that really differentiates ourselves from the rest of the creatures in the animal kingdom we're the only ones that have that as far as we're concerned so that's what einstein used to call it our our intuitive mind our sacred gift and what most people have done is that they fall in love with the intellect and forget the gift mm-hmm. that's right you could be as smart as anybody in the whole wide world but if it's not applicable and if there's no intuition behind it it doesn't get you anywhere And uh, sorry, I I almost interrupted you, Annette. What's up? Oh, that's okay. I was just thinking about, you know, with manifestation being the topic here, that how many of us, you know, we're all manifesting, okay, all day long, (laughs) manifesting our life. It's just the question is, are you manifesting in your life what you want or what you don't want? Because your power is you and your thoughts create the results. And so that's what I love about the work that we do and witnessing like, like Rob, like you and Tim as clients. So the successes that you've incurred over this uh, study has just been boom, boom, boom. It's because you were really disciplined with it. You were disciplined with your thoughts. You did the work to um, reframe, like you said, one or two beliefs of paradigm, you know, a um, multitude of habits or program that operates you. It's just, um, are you getting the result in that habit or that, that uh, thought pattern? And if you're not to reframe that and, and you were really quick to identify habits or a belief that was keeping you stuck, even, uh, for instance, your sleeping pattern, that was massive for you. You know, sleep is everything. We don't give sleep enough credit without sleep. We are not operating on, you know, the energy that we're here to uh, manifest the life we're here to live. And so getting that under control, you just changed a belief there. You changed a belief and you actually changed it quite quickly. So just to think about manifesting, we're already major manifestors. It's just, are you manifesting in your life what you want and how to change that? You know, it's a simple system that uh, we get the opportunity to work with with our clients. And I love seeing that shift of mindset uh, and watch the vibration rise to match the goal um, towards anything that someone wants, you know. And how do you give the gift of inspiration? Oh, of, sorry. Manifestation, the, the gift of manifestation. And I would say, well, my answer, I already gave it to you because I guess I manifested it was inspiration. If you can give someone inspiration or if you can inspire somebody, that is what ultimately inhibits change and has them make a difference. Because if you can inspire somebody, that's when they act. You have now changed a belief. That's what that's what the word inspiration means. You have cha- effectively changed the belief of another soul. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and that's the reason why we do what we do because you know we um, we're big influencers in our job and what we do, and and to really give people the opportunity to invest in themselves, to really develop the most marvelous asset that we'll have, which is our mind. Because most people, they want different results and they believe that gathering more information is the answer and it's not true. (laughs) That's why you see people with degrees coming out of their business cards and they're not happy with the results. I mean, they got the knowledge, but what happened, right? They were not able yet to alter their old paradigms, their conditioning, their belief system around whatever it is they want to achieve, by all means, they're not getting the results they want. So even though um, results are the name of the game, right? Because results tell the truth, um, we don't we don't tend to measure success on that because the true success is the realization of working in yourself and your worthy ideal every single day that's that's the kind of inspiration that we deliver our clients uh people that don't believe in themselves start believing in themselves right people that they have all this knowledge and they don't know how to put it to work. And we're the catalyst to help them get to where they want to go. They got to be yeah. committed though. You know, there's a commitment, absolutely. Right. But the commitment is with ourselves, with themselves. Like, yeah, the, the plague on society is self-innovation. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and being able to allow yourself to give yourself the permission to study you, right? Because we tend to study a subject and, you know, for me, the business and entrepreneurship and, you know, you name it. But when you stop to study you, right? I mean, like you mentioned our intellectual faculties, having a, a crystal clear goal, understanding what is holding me back, what our paradigms are, how they form, how to change them, how to work more effectively, right? And and how I can do my job or my profession um, in a more easy and effortlessly way possible. How I can grow, right? And do more with less. And that's the whole thing, right? Right. And one of the largest fallacies is probably the idea or the ideology behind what a lot of people who are advisors, mentors say is set achievable goals, attainable goals. Why would you ever set an attainable goal? That is absolutely absurd. That means you have already limited yourself entirely to something you already know that you could do. How is that a goal in any sort? That's an objective. There are lots of objectives to get to a goal. If your goal is to, oh, I want to build a $10 million company. Yeah, okay, whatever, right? That, it's not that big of a deal. If your goal is to build a $35 billion company in two and a half years, that is a goal. And once you attain it, you have to set another goal even larger that you think is ridiculous. And that's that's how we're going to get to 
even greater places. And uh, Annette really, and, and Andres put that belief into me. And I could thank them for where I am now because of that belief is that it, it needs to be unattainable because you, you will attain. It's not about the how again. So I thank you both for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Rob. And you know, it's like Bob says all the time, if you know how to reach your goal, it's not a big goal. It's that simple, but we got to understand that reaching the goal is not success, right? Success is moving toward the goal and experiencing the growth. Like it's the person you're becoming in the process, right? It's not the $10 billion company. No, it's the person you're becoming in achieving that. That is the result. That is the effect. And most people don't allow themselves to, to go for the big thing because they get stuck in the how. How yeah. am I going to do this? Where the money is going to come from? The resources. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, that's what you're telling yourself. And then the law of attraction sets in once you tell yourself otherwise that you yeah. could do it. It will come. The money, the resources, whatever it is, it will find you if you have a powerful enough goal and if you have a vision other people will follow that vision. They will follow you and those things will come to you. It's just the truth behind it. Law of attraction. That's uh, one of the most beautiful things that I think Bob has ever really brought to this world. So, Absolutely. And in, in my opinion, I think they got, they got short in the movie, The Secret, to be quite honest, because the law of attraction is a secondary law. Mm-hmm. The law of vibration is the primary law, meaning that everything is vibrating all the time. I mean, it, everything is energy and it's, it's, it's in a constant evolution of change and we are in an in a ocean of motion, meaning that everything is moving. Everything and for is all those logical, those logical scientific folks out there that are like, oh, yeah, maybe. Guess what? If you break everything down to the smallest particle, the smallest piece of existence, everything is waves. It's all vibration. Everything in existence, no matter what it is. It is all vibration. So that is the truest factor of anything. Yeah. And so th- we're nearing the end of the episode now. So what I want to just getting started, man. I know we're just getting started. This is fantastic. Just warming up. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and of course, you guys are always welcome anytime. Thank you. Um, but what I would like to ask are what are some takeaways that you want to tell the world? that you know just people in general something that they can do today something actionable that they can really start to make a difference in their own life ladies first i'll go yeah sure i'll go um truly for me the uh the first thing was about giving myself permission uh to invest in myself to invest in me my greatest asset my, my mind um I'd spent my whole life investing in others and, you know, things and not in me. And uh, it was the greatest change. And I love that the most about what the work we get to do in mindset uh, with our program, Thinking Into Results, is that um, that decision to truly, dis, you know, invest in me, in, in my worth, and really look from the inside out <laughs> like live from the inside out and ask myself truthful questions. The first one we ask you is what do you want? You know, you, what do you want? Like, that's a powerful question. And so it was giving myself permission. So give yourself permission uh, to ask yourself the question of what do you want? And then make a decision towards that question. And um, 
invest in you, invest in you, your greatest asset. And Andreas and I, uh, if that resonates for you and you're feeling like there's more and this is resonating, we'd love to chat with you. I'm sure uh, Rob will give us the opportunity to connect in some way. More than happy to give an introduction. Right? Yeah, we've got masterminds. We've got all kinds of things uh, to support you with. So, yeah, it's about um, truly deciding that you're going to put yourself first, love you first. Uh, and uh, in that, you'll be able to match any goal you have. Uh, it's just a matter of getting on the frequency of it. And you've got to be there first. As Andreas always says, before you can do something, you must first be it. So it's in that piece for me. So be who you want to be first and uh, everything else will follow. I love it. I love it. And you and I are very similar in that, in that sense where I was not giving myself permission either. That was the biggest Most fault. Don't. Most don't. Right. And Andreas, same question to you. Oh, man, that's a, that's a, such a beautiful question. For me, it's that simple. Look at your results. Are you happy with your results? Are you sad? How does it make you feel? Understand that if you're not getting the results you want, it's because of your thinking process. It's that simple. Thought, thoughts become things. We become what we think about all day long. I mean, the most successful people in the world, they all disagree in everything except one thing. We become what we think about. And people have such a negative relationship with fear and they're letting fear get them stuck, get them where they are. But guess what? Faith and fear both demands that you believe in something that you cannot see. It's your choice. And understand that you don't need to know the how. You don't need to maybe have a goal at the moment. But give yourself the permission to, to really go after what you want. That's something that you have in your heart. Maybe open up your own business. Maybe improve your relationships, your health, whatever it is in your heart. Ask yourself the question. Am I worthy of that? Am I worthy of that goal? Because if you are, it's worth the chance to, to go after it. It's waiting for you. But you got to take action. You really do. And it's your, your responsibility to really go after what you want. I mean, that's, that's what we're here. It's not like we're living life by default. No. We're living life by design. And we're the creators of it. We really are. And take responsibility for it. Not just to feel bad about if you're not getting the results you want. Just understand how powerful you are. And you can make this shift by developing the most marvelous asset. Like Annette said, it's, it's your mind. I mean, that for me was the shift from the financial industry to the personal development industry. Because if I want better results, all I have to do is increase my level of conscious awareness. And understand me, who I am. And from that, my friend, from that standpoint, everything will unfold beautifully. Are you going to have circumstances, conditions? Yes, that's, it's called life. But I guarantee you, when you have such a marvelous people around you that support you, that believe in yourself, all you do is grow and move forward. Because you, you're not going to stay where you are. And that's the beautiful thing about the mind. Once you open up to it, you can't go back. 
you cannot go back. All you do is increase and expand your level of conscious awareness. Right. As soon as you hit that level of awareness, there is no turning back. You are now no aware back. and you will stay that way. And yes, sir. as people say, life happens. No, life does not happen to you. You happen to life and you control that life that you live. Absolutely. 100% of the time. But um, unfortunately, it's the end of the episode. So I want to thank you both. This is Annette Draper and Andres Arango from Quantum Mindset. They are part of the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Absolutely fantastic. If you want to check them out, they're on LinkedIn, they're on Facebook, uh, they're on Instagram. I mean, you could pretty much look anywhere. And if you would like an introduction, uh, myself, Rob Turley, co-founder, co-CEO at White Rabbit Intel, will be more than happy to give you an introduction. Uh, you can connect with me on the podcast page. It's also going to be in the description. I'll have their, their LinkedIn's and their Facebook's linked in there as well. And um, thank you so much for listening. It was absolutely a fabulous time. And I hope you appreciated everything that you just learned today. So thank, thank you, Rob. Rob. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, listeners. Thank you. See you again soon. Yeah. All righty. If you enjoyed this episode, follow Down the Rabbit Hole podcast for new episodes weekly on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. If you'd like to apply to be featured on the podcast or recommend a featured guest, please feel free to email us at the team at whiterabbitintel.com.